Hello, beautiful listeners and viewers, and welcome to today's session. I am very excited to have Candace with us. I met Candace uh, last fall, and she is one of those people that you just instantly love and lights up a room. And I know that you are going to enjoy our time together. You saw that there when she smiled, right? That she just lights up the room. Uh, Candace is a workshop teacher and coach. Uh, she has trained in different modalities. Uh, she's um, a licensed and certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach. And uh, we are going to talk today about many different things, but in particular about how our physical environment or our physical health is a result of what's going on in here and in our minds, what's going on in our minds. And so a manifestation of our thoughts then occurring. We are going to get in that with the expert. Uh, her website is CandaceBurkeArt.com. That's C-A-N-D-A-C-E-B-U-R-K-A-R-T.com. She's got lots of great things over there, including free resources for you. So hop on over there, get the free resources, uh, get on her mailing list so you know what she's got coming up. And uh, it's always exciting. So welcome, Candace. Thank you, Victoria. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. Absolutely. So let's just dive right in. And you had to overcome a lot of adversity to have this aha moment about the connection between the physical and the mind. And I believe it was because you had your own health challenges, correct? Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and, you know, as honestly, to be truthful, as I look back at now, um, it started way before um the, the initial one, but, um, ultimately really what ended up happening was, um, I was 38 years old. Um, and, uh, my husband was dressing me because I had back issues. Um, and they were so severe that I, I couldn't do anything. Right. I, I couldn't walk for more than five minutes. Um, nothing. And, um, and yeah, so, it kind of started with that. So, wow. So, Candace, did it come on gradually? Did it come on suddenly? Do you know how you ended up with a, a physical manifestation? I mean, sometimes, you know, when it comes to a back, you know, we fell down the stairs and we hurt our back. Other times, um, you, you know, we've got that spiritual mind-body connection. Can you can you just kind of walk us through the process of how you uh, first started to feel ill? what you went through during that journey with your doctors and different modalities of trying things and then how you came out the other side because uh, I can tell the listeners and viewers that uh, you don't sit still for two minutes now <laughs> <laughs> and you're full of energy and incredibly fit and healthy so uh, share away Candace. I, I want to know how you went from A to Z. Well um, it was quite interesting so it was back in uh, the beginning of January 2013. And uh, my uh, husband and my son and I, we were coming back from I think it was Cancun. So we we're sitting in coach and you know, like you've got the three seats close together. Oh, I know. I, right. So and I can remember sitting there and uh, like just sitting there and, and I ended up turning to look to my husband. And all of a sudden, I had this sharp pain in my low back. And I went, Oh, no get off the plane. And, you know, like it, it, it seemed to be okay. Like it was really bugging me and all that kind of stuff. And, and, um, 
just kind of left it left it go for for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden it just started getting progressively worse progressively worse and um there, there was nothing that i had done prior so I was, I went to the doctors because ultimately ended up where I couldn't do anything. I couldn't work. Um, I couldn't walk. Um, I was on high medication, um, went for an MRI and ultimately, uh, the neurosurgeon told me that, well, Candace, what's going to end up happening is you're going to have to have back surgery. Well, number one, I'm afraid of needles and, uh, <laughs> and two, I had heard, shouldn't even say heard, but I had known um, people that have had back surgery and really the, the results weren't stellar. It was good for, for a little bit, but ultimately you were kind of back in, 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 the, um, in the same position, if not worse before. So you instinctively go, okay, that's not for me. No, no, not whatsoever. Um, so yeah, so I... Um, I, I like rested and do all, did all those kinds of things and, um, and just started, um, looking into different ways of, of healing. So, you know, like what's going on here? Like, why is this happening to me? Um, start going to the chiropractor, you know, like all of those things that you do physically for your body. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And, and it, everything seemed to be fine, um, you know, really started journaling and really tapping into to kind of what's going on. Um, yeah, and, and um, uh, yeah, like, um, ultimately, um, really just kind of tapping into to what was going on with me inside. However, it was quite interesting because I was good after like, you know, no back surgery. I teach fitness classes, you know, um, all of those kinds of things. However, what was really the most aha moment for me about how our physical world is, is a direct manifestation of what's going on inside was, um, it back in, um, in 2018, I, um, I, 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 um, I, I was doing good, like physically, everything was fine, but I ended up telling my boss off. Mm -hmm. And so did that, did that cause more back pain or relieve the back pain? <laughs> well, I, I, I ended up telling my boss off and it was like, oh my goodness, what is going on? And, and this is kind of where, where it comes from, you know, like there was a lot of aha moments or, or a lot of things that were kind of poking at me, um, told my boss off, ended up having to go on antidepressants and just realized, okay, there's got to be something else going on because there were so many things happening with me physically. Why am I angry? What's going on? All of that kind of stuff. So, so storing all of this in your body. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where, where really everything truly began. I picked up Louise's book, You Can Heal Your Life. And that's where things kind of started. So, and so from there, you turned to um, affirmations. You you were doing the journaling. You were releasing the old emotion. Yeah. Uh, what other types of work were you doing to help that that you noticed made a difference in your physical self? Um, a lot of the work had to really come down to me uh, keeping my non-negotiables, like truly coming back to myself. Such a and, good point. 
right? Um, like my non-negotiables and just, you know, like for myself, because ultimately, and, and I say this to my clients all the time, is it's like the airplane. When we're on the plane, what do they tell us? They say, put the mask on yourself first, because if you don't, what's going to end up happening is you, you, like, you can't help anybody when you're sick, Yeah, you know, or dead. Um, so, so yeah, so it just really came back, came down to um, like the number one thing was just my non-negotiables. Um, my morning. So, right. So those, so the, the non-negotiables, the boundaries around them, yeah. um, you know, that morning routine, you're absolutely right. So many people that I talk to that morning routine just sets their mindset for the day and, and it helps them with, you know, releasing what they need to release. It helps them working through, um, you know, whether you are, maybe your morning routine includes fitness. So maybe you're going to the gym and you're building muscle. Maybe your morning routine is affirmations and journaling. And so you're building a different type of muscle by having that practice. And now you teach people how to do the same. And, you know, I think it's wonderful that you have your own story and that you have that empathy for others and what they're going through. Uh, because frankly, you know, when we are feeling like we're stuck in a hole or we're dealing with with a lot of pain in our body or even, you know, pain in other areas of our life, not necessarily in our body, mm -hmm. um, but in our mind or um, in our finances or whatever it might be. We don't want somebody coming along and being like, eh. and, uh, you know, don't release pain, you know, just meditate. You know, we yes. want tools. We want somebody who can, who has, who has walked through the fire and can lead us to the other side. And I think that's so special and so unique about what it is that you do. Yeah, like um, one of the biggest things is, and and don't get me wrong, um, I believe in positivity. I really do. Um, you know, oh, nobody yes. wants to be right. Like nobody wants to be around a negative Nancy Norman <laughs> or whoever, right? Like, however. <laughs> Like I, like, I believe that there's, there's a difference between positivity and toxic positivity, right? Uh, beautifully said. Tell us the difference. Well, <clears throat> positivity, I believe, is when you are actually positive and happy and you feel good. Like, you can feel it in your body. Yeah. It's, it's not that forcing yourself to be happy. Mm -hmm. However, toxic positivity is where I feel and I believe is where you feel you have to be positive, where you have to put on that face all the time. And yes. really all that's doing, uh, in my opinion, is, is just making things worse because you're not dealing with the emotions. You're not dealing with the layers that really need to be healed because mm -hmm. when you're just smiling and nodding and being like, oh, we can get through this. It's great. Yeah. You're, you're just masking it. And one thing I thought of while you were talking is that toxic positivity, toxic positivity is actually doing the reverse on our inside because we're rejecting parts of ourselves. So we're saying, um, I'm actually really uh, angry right now, or I'm really disappointed right now, or I'm jealous right now, whatever it might be. Um, but I'm not going to acknowledge that. I'm going to put my blinders on and just say, everything is awesome. Everything's wonderful. Um, you know, but deep inside, 
I know that I have those feelings. And so by rejecting that part of myself, it, it creates shame. And then I feel like I'm one person to Candace. I'm one person to yes. uh, Nancy or Norman, those other people that you mentioned, yeah. and that I'm not being my real self. And so, um, and I've not discussed this with someone before, so I'm finding this interesting. So I would think that, you know, using those examples that I said, if I'm feeling angry or uh, jealous or disappointed, to just acknowledge, you know, okay, I'm feeling angry at Candace right now. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to sit with it for a bit and decide, you know, the best way to proceed with this. But in the meantime, you know, I'm going to continue loving Candace and, and knowing that, you know, she's doing the best she can, and this might actually be a reflection of me. Um, yes. but I do need to look into it instead of saying, uh, oh, Candace is great. Candace is wonderful. Uh, and you know, the, 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 the end of that sentence is, on the inside, so it's clearly uh, not something I'm willing to look at, right? Whereas when we're willing to look inside, that's where the treasures are. Exactly, exactly. And then it goes back to the whole boundaries also, right? So if you're not being true to yourself and you know you have that smile and nod and, and you're not actually expressing really truly how you're feeling, you know, you, you don't have great personal boundaries for yourself. Like, and when I'm with, right. Like, and when I talk about boundaries, like, you know, yes, people can have great boundaries with other people, right. Where at work, like, no, you know, please do not bother me here. You know, things like that, but really let's talk about boundaries for ourselves mm-hmm. and, and just, yes. you know, like, and just honestly being able to allow ourselves the space and and the time, the energy, the love to really respect what is going on with ourselves. And I don't feel that many people are really seeing or 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 giving themselves that opportunity to like just tap into that. And and that's where all of those things like go go into your body. And and you know like with the unconscious mind, right? Like the unconscious mind sees, like it, it holds everything at a cellular level, everything that we say, everything that's been said to us, you know, everything we've thought, everything that has been done to us, everything we've done, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it holds it at a cellular level. And then, you know, eventually it's kind of like, okay, I, I, I just can't do this anymore, but we keep pushing it down. And that's where the whole our thoughts, our beliefs, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, this conversation here or a conversation that we've had just before, it doesn't mean that that's the manifestation. It doesn't mean that that was the issue. Like when we set those personal boundaries and and we set those boundaries with ourselves, and just being able to go, okay, what do I need here? Like, what do I need here? Um, do, Do like, you know, does does what I'm doing does that support the life that I want mm-hmm. yes you know and and just being able to um really tap into what's happening because again um all the different things that that, that happen to us in our body like you know it's the shoulders you got shoulder yeah. pain you know like usually a burden right like yes. you're the weight of the world um yeah. I always laugh um, sorry, I, I, I always laugh because um, I get 
uh, people, um, you know, they talk and stuff like that. And it's like, um, oh, I have a kink in my neck. I slept wrong. How do you sleep wrong? Have you ever like really sat there and tapped into what is going on? Like what's going on with your neck and really like breathe into it and, 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 and talk to your body, talk Uh to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's so incredible. The physical sensations that come up, you know, just uh, an example last night, um, I was driving home and I drove by a police officer. It was dark. It was foggy. And uh, the police officer had pulled over uh, someone in a work truck. And, you know, they had their safety vest on and everything, the, the person in the work truck. Um, and so I was instantly, I had instant anxiety. And I'm like, what is this about? Like in my body, I had instant anxiety, you know, short of breath, feeling very tense, butterflies in the stomach. And um, I was able to stop and say, okay, um, clearly I don't have anxiety about that fellow. Clearly it's something else. And so I, I sat with it for a minute and I thought about how, um, you know, I'm, I'm anxious about my son, who's a truck driver, out on the road in the fog. And this is how this just, it manifested in my body, right? If I wasn't paying attention, would I have carried that anxiety for five minutes, five hours, five days, right? And then it all compounds and you wake up with the kink in your neck. Exactly, <laughs> right, exactly. And, and it's not a wonderful awareness for you to be able to have that. And like, I know a lot of people are like, not so much, I don't have time for this, but the more you do it, it's, it's like healing change. It's all, um, it's, you work through it. Like the way I like to, to, um, talk about and, and really deal with like the change in your habits and all that kind of stuff is, is think of healing and, and think of, of your awarenesses and, and listening to your body and stuff like that. Mm, Just because you do 10 squats, or go to the gym for an hour one day, doesn't mean you're going to have a rock and awesome body, right? Yeah. So you just have to keep on doing the things like changes yeah. is, is, is um, it just takes time and you have to stick with it. So um, mm-hmm. it's so true. And having those habits in place. And, and like you said, your, your personal non-negotiables, your personal boundaries mm-hmm. uh, to make, to, to create the future you want. And as you were speaking earlier, I was reminded of Louise Hay's affirmation. Every thought you think and every word you speak is creating your future. And, you know, every word you write, every squat you do, <laughs> yeah. all of this, right? We are creating our future and personal growth work, not easy, but I think when we shift it to, you know, I'm just today, I'm, I'm just, I'm building the future I want by doing what I need to do today and taking the pressure off of, I should be so spiritual. I should be, I should never get angry. I should have total forgiveness, uh, all of those things. And just say today, I'm going to do what I can Yes. You know, t- today, today, this is my plan and that it's a journey that it's not a box you get to check off right and and again it's it's not about the destination it's about the journey right so you know like I, I love what you were saying there about you know like today and um I can remember Victoria we were actually talking last week and we were talking about daily tasks and things like that and um for myself, 
I know sometimes I pile, I have this big expectation of myself where, you know what, I'm going to work out, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to drink all this water, I'm going to do my affirmations, you know, like I'm going to meditate, I'm going to read all of those kinds of things. And I feel um, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be and do all these kinds of things mm-hmm. where um, I can remember, I, like I did, I, I gave myself a long list for 2023 at the beginning. It's like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this. And then I got into it for three, four days. And it's like, I can't do all of this kind of yeah, stuff. Exactly. So, right. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shame myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get mad at myself. I'm just going to accept that, okay, maybe I put a little bit too much on my plate. That's right. And we have to set ourselves up for success and we can change. You know, I'm, yes. I'm actually working on a blog right now about this, like when it's okay to ditch your goals. Right. right? And, uh, and so just knowing, setting yourself up for success, being kind, being gentle, being loving to yourself, uh, that is how you um, create this alignment in your life that Candace has been talking about this where your body and your mind are not in contrast of each other but instead are working together and uh, for more information again CandaceBurkhart.com that's I'll put it in the show notes but for those of you looking it up right now it's C-A-N-D-A-C-E-B-U-R-K-A-R-T.com she does a a complimentary uh, clarity call it's uh, you know I think it's only about 15-20 minutes but as you can see Candice is straight to the point and she'll be helpful and you'll know whether or not you would like to continue on working with Candice so please do pop over there and uh, check out her free resources get on that email list you will love her as much as I do so thank you so much for being on the show today Candice thank you so much Victoria I want to share in closing uh, a quote that you told me was one of your favorites. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And that is by Carl Jung. And that just sums up exactly what we've been talking about today. So thank you, Candice. You're welcome. Thank you.